Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome back to Blah, King of the Hill Rewatch Podcast. I am Mike. And I am Rusty. Still. Still. Still Rusty. Still Rusty. Rusty, we are... Hasn't uh, changed yet. <laughs> we are season three, episode 17. Pretty yeah, good. We are. Yeah, we're getting in there. We're Real good there one. Pretty good. Especially if you like cold cuts. Yeah. This or if you like pickled herring. Pickled herring. Uh, are you a, are you a pickled herring guy? Could you eat? Do you eat like mackerel, pickled no, herring, canned no. fish? Salted? I mean, I sardines fine, I guess. To a certain extent. In, in what is it? Uh, uric acid. Uric acid. Yeah, it's it's so weird. So we are season three, episode seventeen. Love hurts, and, and so, so does, does art. art. Yeah, yeah, this is a good one. Um, Shout it, out to Art. Oh yeah, uh, update on Artie. <laughs> yeah, we, we have no information from Artie this week. For real? Yeah, Artie uh, just did a big move. Mm. So uh, he moved from uh, where he was at in the yeah north northeast, mm-hmm. and then now he's he's down to Florida. So really, wow. So he said once he gets set up, he'll get his back on going, uh, back on track. So good luck, good luck to Artie. I hope you hear this, man. Move. We yeah, miss you this luck, week. Good luck on the big move. Yeah. Buddy. All right. So love hurts, and so does art. Uh, we are uh, starting where we rarely start at the Arlen Mall. At the Arlen Mall, mm-hmm. there's a little little ditty. There's a little. You don't see the mall very often. Yeah. Now there's a little little guitar rift into the episode. Yeah, so we've got Hank, Peggy, and Bobby, and Luann. Uh, they are in the mall staring in a big glass window uh, talking about this uh, showbiz deli grand opening. Yeah, uh, there's, like, uh, pictures of, like, Louie mm-hmm, Anderson mm-hmm. and Howie Mandel, yeah. which uh, around the, epi- the year this episode came out, that would be... That'd be on track for all the popular comedians in the early 90s. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Bobby's World, uh, Life with Louie. So you've got you've got them outside staring into this place because it's so foreign to them, right? And yeah. Hank starts it off with, huh, New York-style deli. They think that's a selling point, <laughs> yeah. which is just fantastic. Yeah, I like that. His, uh, home, his Bobby, home state. <laughs> Bobby, however, is super excited. Uh, he's like, wow, they've got pictures of celebrities on the wall. And then he Howie runs inside, Mandel, yeah, yeah, looks at the pictures. You got, uh, you, he, not only, he says, you got pictures of celebrities on the wall like Howie Mandel, 
But you see the picture of Howie Mandel with the with the surgical glove on yeah. his head. Do you remember like that? A, like a chicken. Do you remember when he used to do that? No, I don't that was that. part of his act when he first came out. He would he would get those surgical gloves, put it on his head, and then blow it up with his nose. You think he was the first guy to discover that? No, but he was the first one I think to do it on stage, to, to publicly maybe, do or it on something. Stage. Yeah, and it's so weird. Like you see Howie Mandel now, and he's like this big game show host or whatever. Um, he's really weird about and he's he's germs. A, yeah, he's a germophobic. Right? Yeah. yeah, and I just keep thinking back to those gloves he put on his head. You know, I'm like, where did this come from? Just because all maybe of a sudden, he, maybe just he had to actually hit him. was that like. Uh, clinical with his cleanliness that he actually wore gloves to handle certain things with your head uh, well, well, <laughs> well maybe not with his head maybe that's where yeah maybe that's where because yeah. who just has surgical gloves laying around to where they could create a set using serial them killers that's unless who has surgical top. gloves laying around. yeah you know. have i ever told you my um this has nothing to do with this it only has to do with surgical gloves yeah um uline you know uline the catalog you know what i'm talking about so Uline no, is this big it's this big place that sells like industrial supplies, right? Oh yeah, I know you're talking about that. Yeah, and so the, you get the, the thick ass yeah. Uline catalog that they mail to places. Yeah, okay. Like they have it like fast food restaurants for like shoes and My my thing with yeah. the Uline catalog is I think if anybody were to look into it at all, they would find that this is where serial killers buy their their supplies. Because like you can buy a barrel, you can buy uh box cutters, you can buy uh rope. You can buy <laughs> 55 gallon drums <laughs> yes. full of uric acid. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I, I think you line, you know, I'm happy to change my opinion if you'd like to sponsor us, but uh, uh, as of right now, I believe the U line so catalog like is the a Costco serial killer. Catalog. For serial, yeah, serial that's what killers. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And you can do okay. it over the, you can do it through the mail. So, I mean, that's perfect. Yeah. So it just shows up to whatever random address. <laughs> right. Like, hey, I'm going to, I'm murdering somebody at 6 30 tomorrow, to, uh, somewhere around, you know, one, two, three, you we know, used to have, Street. <laughs> when I was teaching at the, the college there, that we used to have this guy that worked there and he came from his last job because he was let go. And apparently he was taking Russian um, curriculum and then translating it to English, which it doesn't translate real well, and then using that as his original curriculum. Mm -hmm. So we all already thought he was kind of odd, you know. But he would come to work and he would have like one of those 55-gallon barrels and a little girl's bicycle in the back of his truck. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we would leave the Uline catalog out for him. Yeah. Just ask him if he needed anything. You need anything out of here? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we see uh, we see Howie Mandel with the glove on his head. We see Louis Anderson and then a picture of Jeff Foxworthy also uh, well, on the wall. What yeah. was the what was the obsession with comedians? Well, not even not even comedians. It was just those two. Uh, Howie Mandel and Louis Anderson, that where they had the TV shows mm -hmm. where they were kids. Yeah, they're the only comedians to have that. I think I, I can't think of it. Imagine if you had like John Candy did something like that, or John Belushi, or something well, where they, they had like cartoons of themselves and their kids. Didn't they have a um, John Candy did have a uh, cartoon? Wasn't there a um, uh, oh, what's his name? Um, the the vet the pet detective. Wasn't uh, there an Ace Ventura? There was an Ace Ventura cartoon. I'm pretty sure there was. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure there was. Um, but yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't think you could have gotten Andrew Dice Clay to to make a a, a cartoon. No. Yeah. no, no. So uh, they go in and they sit down, and immediately, as soon as they sit down in uh, the showbiz deli, uh, Hank is already sighing. I mean, like he he has already made up his mind. This place is too New York for him. He doesn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, he's right? good. He's done. And so uh, Luann asks, "What's a K niche?" 
And Peggy, of course, being well-informed and a worldly lady, says, uh, honey, it's pronounced Nish. The K is silent, and I have no idea. Yes, so, I have no clue what they're talking <laughs> about at all at this this part here. Okay, so, so, so you, me, got, you got it for us? Let me tell you. Because yeah. I don't know what a Kanish or a Kishka or a Kreplach. I got you. Uh, uh, a Kanish is a traditional Jewish snack food consisting of a filling covered in dough that is typically baked or sometimes deep fried. And it's called okay. kanish. Kanish are often purchased from street vendors in urban areas with large Jewish populations, sometimes at a hot dog stand or from a butcher shop. So that kind of plays into this. Yeah. Uh, they are still strongly associated with New York City cuisine, possibly because of the iconic Yana Schmimmel's Kanish Bakery Restaurant located on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, traditionally a Jewish neighborhood. Okay. So there you go. They have a big Jewish population. Yes. I think New York has, don't they have the largest Jewish population outside of Israel, maybe? I would say, I, you'd have to ask Artie. I think yeah, he's been in the Artie, two places. Yeah. He's been in New York and he's been in Florida now. Yeah. So those are the two places. Um, and then Hank says, stuffed kishkas, kerplotch. Bobby says, even in my dreams, I never dreamed a place like this showbiz deli could exist. It's food with a punchline. Yeah. So, real quick, a stuffed kishka. Okay, uh, kishka. Yeah. Uh, encased inside of something very similar to sausage casing. Uh, they are kishkas that uh, are called an old world delicacy reminiscent of Thanksgiving Day turkey stuffing. And unlike any other derma on the planet, I'm not sure what the derma is. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's the kishka. Uh, and it says a healthy, delicious treat topped with some brown gravy. I don't think you're allowed by law to say a healthy treat and then topped with brown gravy. <laughs> No, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> it says as a side. Not that's good brown gravy anyway. <laughs> yeah. You probably have healthy brown gravy, but healthy and gravy aren't two things. No, that, they're not generally uh, they're not associated synonymous. with yeah, each not other. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, and then the kerplotch, uh, small dumplings filled with ground meat, mashed potatoes, or other filling. That sounds good. Yeah, boiled and served in chicken soup. And they may also be fried, so they're kind of like that little wontons, good. basically, yeah. is what they are. Well, I did do the I did the math. So Tel Aviv has the number one population. Sure. Uh, yeah. The second, and this is metropolitan areas with the largest Jewish population per the Jewish virtual library dot org. Okay. Uh, 94% of the Jewish population is in Tel Aviv uh, or, or 94% of the population of Tel Aviv is Jewish and there's 3.8 million. Sure. There's 2.1 million uh, Jewish people in New York. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Go have a creplock a at, crep, your, a crep lock at your at a, your bakery or wherever you get that stuff at. I would I would love. I those. really like the. I'll take lock. any of those. The creplock sounds really good. I will take any of them. Uh, and so uh, he says it's food with a punchline. And then Hank says tongue. They're trying to feed us all the animal parts that are supposed to throw away. Let's go. And they all get up and leave. So I love tongue. I think tongue is good. Oh, like cow tongue? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My like mother used to buy it, and she would put it in the slow cooker and just let it cook. The, the creepiest thing about tongue is when you have to pull the outside off of it. Yeah, I usually have it uh, It's kind of like roast chopped beef, and served in tacos. Yeah, yeah. Lingua. lingua. Yeah, yeah lingua. Mm -hmm. It's good, too. They fry it up. Uh, and so... Most things are... You can't really mess up anything when you put it in grease and heat it up. <laughs> for the most know? part, yeah. Everything pretty much tastes babies. good fried. Babies are rough. Well, you don't want to... Yeah, you don't want to... You don't want to fry babies. No, no don't no, fry babies, Please don't fry your babies. Uh, so they all get up to leave, and Bobby says, Dad, can I at least go to the bathroom before we go? He goes, all right. Uh, and then he sneaks over to the guy at the counter who is working, and he goes, uh, <clears throat> put a Louis Anderson in the bag to go. I'll leave money on the hand dryer. And the <laughs> yeah, guy just gives that. him a wink, and then yeah, we go to our that. credits. Yeah, yeah, it's just so weird. It's yeah. a great opening. It, it is. really is a it wonderful is a good opening. opening yeah. uh, so we get our credits. We get no bell, no yell. 
Uh, and then we're at Tom Landry Middle School outside by the bike racks. We rarely get the kids when they're leaving school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? We can rarely get them at the school. That's true, too. Yeah. Uh, so um, here comes Connie with another girl, and she says, Hey, Bobby, here's your teen people back. You were right. Nev Campbell really likes rock climbing, which I... <laughs> I don't know why I think that's so funny. I just <laughs> yeah, think it's it funny. It's, so it's real funny. real quick. It's good uh, writing. Nev Campbell. I don't know if you remember her, but she's in Scream movies, Wild Things. Wild Things, She was yeah, in a yeah. bunch of stuff like uh, that. Actually, yeah. I do know Nev Campbell. My uh, my best friend's sister, uh, Nev Campbell, is the reason, uh, one of the reasons that she knew that she was uh, that she was gay. Because she was <laughs> she was super, you know, sexually attracted yeah. to Nev Campbell sure. as a teenager. Sure. And that's like, wow. like, her, like part of her coming that's out a- <laughs> surrounded Nev Campbell. That's her, her gay touchstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, so Teen People. Let me talk about Teen People real quick. Do you remember Teen People, the magazine? Yeah, I actually remember all those <laughs> magazines. They had like uh, Tiger. There were, mag- there were magazines for everything. One was like Tiger, Tiger Beat. Beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was... There was oh, like was a Sweet one? 16 yeah, one no, or there was something. Like one, there was something yeah. like that. Yeah, there was a few of them. So in 1998, the magazine introduced a version targeted at teens called Teen People. We're talking about the People magazine. Yeah, yeah, the People magazine. However, on July 27, 2006, the company announced that it would shut down the publication of Teen People immediately. I'm not sure what happened, but immediately. Uh, the last issue to be released was scheduled for September 2006. In exchange, subscribers to the magazine received Entertainment Weekly for the rest of their subscriptions. <laughs> Those magazines are what's wrong with the world. They created the world that we live in. <laughs> so uh, it says there were numerous reasons cited for the publication shutdown, including a downfall in ad pages, competition from both other teen-oriented magazines and the Internet, and a decrease in circulation numbers. TeenPeople.com, however, was merged into People.com in April 2007, uh, and they carried the teen-based stories and things like that. So we need more. How would you? How would you like though? I'm sorry. How would you like uh, to get like you've got a subscription to Teen People, and they go, yeah, that's over. Here's Entertainment Weekly. Instead, <laughs> just give your kid know. Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, all you never wanted to know about Teen People. Uh, okay, so uh, she says Nev Campbell really likes rock climbing. And then Joseph, he talking to the other girl who was very tall. He says, hey, very Charisse, tall. looks like you dropped something. Uh, and then Charisse says, uh, way to be in second grade, craphead. And then Charisse and Connie just kind of walk off. Oh, this um, part right here. Is Connie waves at Bobby. And so you see yeah. that, you know, still going on between them. Yeah. Yeah, he goes, uh, Joseph says, I've tried tripping her. I hit her lunch. I'm running out of ways to show her that I like her. Bobby says, I assume you tried throwing utility balls at her head. He says, I can't ask her to dance unless I know she likes me. God, you're so lucky. Connie likes you. So after the dance, you know you're going to get a kiss, and then you'll have a girlfriend, and then I'll be your nerdy friend who doesn't have a girlfriend. I'm going to go whack Sharice in the butt with a shovel. And then pedals off, yeah. <laughs> yeah but what's so funny good. is that they follow up with that. Later on, they'll ask yes. her, do you remember? For, is yeah, her hip okay? Is her hip yeah. okay? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we are at the Hill House, and Bobby says... Uh, Which is great writing. I think he, the continuity of a joke it like that is, is great it, It's actually it's in there two more times. Uh, so we're in Luann's room now at the Hill House, and Bobby is wearing a very long blonde wig, uh, which Luann is braiding yeah, and, and practicing on, yeah. I'm assuming, right? And Bobby's talking to her. He goes, see, Connie wants to go to this dance. She goes, oh, your first middle school dance. How romantic. You'll hold each other close and move in a circle over and over again, and then if she doesn't pass out drunk on you, well, the night will end in a clumsy, sloppery kiss. Bobby says, hmm, about that kiss. She goes, oh, it'll be magical. Nothing will ever be the same between you and Connie ever again. Bobby says, you know, 
Connie and I practice kissed once already and nothing changed. She goes, yeah, but this is a middle school dance kiss. This is a real kiss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did y'all have middle school dances? Um, so I was sequestered to a uh, religious school, and so we weren't allowed to dance. Oh, they didn't dance. No, nah, we couldn't. Y'all dance. didn't dance. Yeah. I Girls forgot. wore culottes. Well, I forgot and we it was a Baptist dance. school. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Baptists don't yeah. dance. No, Baptists don't dance. They uh, they do shake their butts in other ways, but they don't. Didn't dance. didn't uh, the local college here uh, Baylor just uh, just now allow like open yeah, up board dancing? Yeah, it was a few years ago because uh, Baylor used to. I remember when George Strait came here. Right? Were they able to dance? Well, that's the thing. George Strait came here. And the school said there will be no dancing at this concert. How can you not dance to George? Well, that's Strait? what I'm saying. I mean, hey, are you going to stop everybody? Are you also, stop, like, that's five, what I'm, like, well, you know, there's got to be at least five over 500 people. Oh, I imagine. Oh, this Probably was this thousand. was at the Farrell Center. Oh, so, like, yeah, I mean, there's twenty thousand yeah, people 20, in there. You know, people in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a big, crazy. That's a big place. Yeah. I helped set up that stage, by the way. Oh, awesome. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, but you know, Kiss came here before. Oh, so you got to see George Strait in concert. Everybody, yeah, Man, that was a bucket list for oh, me. Oh yeah, but I didn't get to do yeah. it before it you stopped touring. Deal. It was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. that was the. I think that's the only time he's ever been here. Uh, but oh, any, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, uh, he goes. Bobby says she says this is a real kiss, and Bobby says, "Well, remember Marie? I mean, I kissed her, and then things got really complicated, and she dumped me. I thought the pain would never go away." And so Lou Ann follows that up with, "Well, that was a real kiss." If the pain will never go away, that's a real <laughs> yeah, kiss. Yeah, there you go. Luann's a genius. Uh, so we're now at the uh, showbiz deli. Bobby's sitting there eating, just kind of gulping it down. Uh, and Carl, uh, who sounds just like the principal, by the way, sounds exact. I mean, I understand oh, they the reuse these. Doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a, but it's he guy. sounds exactly like him. He goes, yeah. so you really like the chop? And it's it's crazy to me that he's running a New York style deli, which he kind of explains here. But he's so countrified sounding, you know. Yeah, he doesn't have he's the a, he doesn't have like a New Yorker accent. Yeah, or nothing. He's, yeah. he's like, so you really like chopped li chicken liver, huh? And Bobby says, I love it. It's meat you can eat with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> you ever had potted meat? Uh, I uh, like spam. No, or or like like you buy the little armor cans and no. it's just got the little cremated meat in it. Uh, you take I've it had, out and you just put it on a cracker. I've had pate. Yeah, it's the same thing, but it's it's like redneck pate basically. Yeah, it's a redneck. I've, yeah. I've not had the redneck pate. I've had yeah. the 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 proper like in the the. It looks like a sausage yeah. when you yeah. get it. The yeah, proper sure. like packaged pate. Yeah. Yeah, that's like chicken, a, not, not, and it's not like chicken liver. It's, it's like beef liver. It's like, it's like uh, a beef liver pate. Well, you know, it, that's the difference in per pound. Also, whether it's called potted meat that, or pate. But I, but I come from a country whose diet they all eat like sure. they're still in war. Or sure, one. sure, yeah. So a lot of blood. A lot of blood. They like they like all uh, awful, awful. Uh, it's called yeah. awful. Mm -hmm. So yeah. like like blood and yeah. stomach mm -hmm. and kidney yeah. and things like yeah, that. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff that'll cause gout. Yeah, I wonder if gout is. Do you think gout is is bigger in in England, in like European countries because of the all of the no because they're healthier than stuff? they're they're healthier than Americans mm. are. They're less sedentary, so they they walk more. They eat they a brain and then they treatment. walk around. Some people live their whole lives never buying a car uh. because why buy a car when 
my grocery stores here, oh, my true. jobs yeah, here, sure. the you know the movie theaters here, the, the libraries yeah. here. There, you know, it's everything's in a more accessible. The cities over there were planned for people who are sure, walking. Sure, here it was planned by the by it, the it car companies. By, so by yeah. uh, uh, actually, uh, they're still they the actually Nazis. still operate. The people who did a lot of the roads here in in Waco are still in operation. Yeah. Uh, Colchin. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bert Colchin, uh, Jack oh, yeah. Colchin. Yeah, there was uh, a I thirty five. Actually, I mean, this is not nothing yeah. to do with King of the Hill, but I thirty five actually wasn't going to go through Waco. Right, it was going to go around Waco. Yeah. And then Jack Colchin, he lobbied because he had friends in high places. He was friends with LBJ and stuff. Yeah. So he kind of like lobbied, and they. Uh, so we have the a, through we have a Waco. show here called Waco History. Yeah. And it's they had uh, the Colchin daughter on not long ago because they're doing a series on the roads that go through Waco. And so oh, they are. Yeah. Is that and what that Crossroads, crossroads series is? Yeah. I haven't listened yeah. to it yet, but I've seen and it. So that's, that's what it is. podcast is like one of my favorites. It does really well. Yeah. Because, uh, I, uh, I know a lot about the history yeah. around this area and it's good. Uh, having somebody reinforce the knowledge that I have and then also getting new tidbits of information yeah. that I didn't have. If he ever wants to do an episode on Bell Mead, I got him. <laughs> I, I know everything Dude, there is to know about Bell Mead. I'm telling you, that podcast, I chased him for about a year and a half before we finally got him on the network because I they're a big deal here I listened in town. to him from day one yeah. and then COVID hit. They're a big deal. And it kind of COVID yeah. put a damper on it. And I used to literally, I used to wait for their episodes. I was looking yeah. at my phone and that was uh, before I even uh, well, and that was one linked of the, up with you. That was one of the things they um um they had a uh they didn't have a consistent schedule of release yeah, yeah. and so that's one of the things we did for them we we created a consistent release schedule and so even when they don't have like a big episode now to do we do like these little tidbit things and no stuff. that's so, cool the little yeah. crossroads about mm -hmm. the roads and highways yeah and that's stuff a whole like different that. thing yeah. i know a lot about that too you know a lot about the highways abs first title first title i believe is their sponsor yeah they they do. Oh, they do well. Good. Yeah, 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 well. yeah. That's great. Uh, oh, and then one quick story. I'm sorry. We're we're in no, the middle ahead. of the kiss and eating meat with a spoon. Um, so yesterday, um, our owner had a call with a or had a guy here in town from North Carolina. Uh huh. Uh, in apparently renting space or something. I don't yeah. know, Whatever. The guy's in the coffee business, but I think it's like wholesale, right? And so. Uh, Anyway, they got to talking, and he goes, yeah, you know, we, we have this podcast production company, you know. That. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts. He goes, what, what's it called? And he goes, well, it's Rogue Media Network. He goes, wait a minute, Rogue Media Network? This is a guy from North Carolina, yeah. mind you, right? Yeah. He goes, Rogue Media Network? Goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, oh, that's a big deal. He goes, yeah, he still doesn't really believe that he's, you know, really talking <laughs> yeah. about us. And he goes, well, what do you listen to of ours? He goes, oh, y'all do a King of the Hill one, right? <laughs> <laughs> so the guy oh, from really? yeah, so the guy from oh, North Carolina wow, that's called us crazy. out. Yeah. Well, because you had another guy hit you from Chicago. Oh right? yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, that guy's voice absolutely. from Chicago. Mm -hmm. uh, I wear. I got a King of the Hill shirt that I have on now with mm -hmm. Rusty Shackleford mm -hmm. on it, and then uh, I have our shirt that I wear. Yeah. And when I'm delivering, I'm in Austin and stuff like that, <laughs> so I wear them sometimes. So yeah. uh, I don't know the person's name, but it's at the the Mat. Uh, I don't even want to say the the name of the hotel, okay. but it's at a hotel yeah. in Austin downtown. Uh, not, uh, not, not downtown, okay. but it's a hotel in Austin and, gotcha. and, and it's, and it's one of those newer hotels, sure. whatever, but, uh, sh shout out. I can't, I, I don't know. The, I don't yeah. know. I don't know yeah, her yeah, name, yeah, yeah. but she has a, she had a Bobby Hill tattoo oh, on her arm sweet. and I noticed it and I said, 
I have a King of the Hill podcast. You need to go check out King of the Hill. And then I need to get you some stickers so, but, uh, to just carry around with you. Or yeah, something I need so to. People can I need to get some out. stickers and some cards because yeah. I could I could be throwing because oh yeah when I'm wearing the shirt and people connect right sure. away with it they're yeah. like oh King of the Hill so yeah it's uh, awesome also uh, I guess I'll go ahead and say it. so we have uh, not anytime soon yeah. but when it is happening we do have a place here, here in, here's in an Austin. alert. For anybody listening in Austin or the surrounding areas, Austin, Texas, or the surrounding areas. Live show coming to Austin. Not going to say where or anything yet, but live show in Austin within the next few months for sure. For sure. So we've got got a venue, uh, you know, uh, secured and... Uh, we just got to work out all the details yeah. of the venue, and uh, we should be should That's be cool, a go. Man. So hopefully go we can I, it hopefully we can have a live show for you guys to come actually. Uh, yeah, you check guys, out. I you ho- guys in the so. Austin area, when we uh, when we put the word out, you need to uh, make sure you grab your tickets. Uh, okay, so it's meat I can eat with a spoon. He says, um, you know, on his plate, he's got his sandwich, his club chips, and his pickle. It's just like the greatest. I mean, it's just a perfect, you know deli meal looking yeah. plate um now behind him where he's sitting there is a seinfeld picture so that's a new one and okay. then the second picture you see is a johnny hardwick photo that's signed on the wall oh yeah back behind bobby yeah it's pretty that's fun. johnny hardwick yeah that was a johnny yeah, hardwick picture it's pretty okay. fun. i missed that so carl says uh in talking about the uh, chopped chicken liver he says yeah i get it in a drum from a catalog it's a lot easier than that italian italian food See, so that's the thing is, you mentioned he had a redneck accent. Yeah. So what's he doing serving New Yorkers yeah. food? Yeah. Is because he is a business owner yeah. and he's just trying to make a business work whenever he can. He's and not a great business owner. Though. He's not, and and I've seen this in town too, where people <laughs> try to reinvent and reinvent yeah. and reinvent to yeah. keep a diet, whatever it is they're trying it's to true. do, and it just, you know. So uh, he says, you know, it's a lot easier than Italian food, like my last place. Did you know you had to heat up Italian food? Oh, my God. That's scary. That's scary. Bobby says, well, you got to melt the the cheese. cheese. (laughs) He goes, you know, I'm feeling a lot better. I think I'll have that herring plate after all. Attaboy. I thought I was going to have to throw that out. You know, I think that's a Friday episode, like (laughs) discussing Bobby's dietary habits. We're going to I'm going to have to do a little digging on that. But that's got to be that's got to be a whole Friday episode because the 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 shit that Bobby puts in his body. Oh my God, he, yeah. The the we haven't got there yet. I don't think, but the lutefisk, uh, where he he eats it and he tears his stomach up, but he still eats it anyway, and he keeps eating it, knowing it's destroying his guts, and then he goes and shit. Uh, he goes in there and shits yeah. and lights the whole church on yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, so I think that that's something we might have to do. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So uh, he was going to go throw out the herring, but Bobby's going to eat it. So that's wonderful. Uh, we're back at the Hill House. Uh, Peggy has. Yeah, that's gross, right? Yes. I'm about to throw that yeah. out. And then <laughs> I he, thought I was going to yeah. have to throw it out. Peggy is, it is the only. I, okay. So she's outside with like an N95 mask on. Uh, and uh, she's got a baseball bat. And she's just beating the hell out of a rug. Like, do you remember, did you ever have anybody in your family that had to go outside and, like, beat the rugs like that? I had to go beat the rugs. There you go. I've had to beat a rug. It's a lot of work. It is. It's a whole lot of work, especially when you're not using the tools. You know, there's tools that are designed to beat rugs with. Weird looking. Yeah, yeah. well, Mm -hmm. in the 90s, uh, your mom didn't have the tools Mm -hmm. to beat the rug because there were, like. Peggy, certainly. There were no rug tools in the 90s. I I can't see. I I used to have to go beat it with a wooden rod. Yeah, I can't see Hank ever buying a rug beating utensil. Like, yeah. we got a baseball bat. What's wrong with that? You know? 
So you've got Peggy out there just whacking at this rug. Oh, yeah. just I mean, she is just getting all of her frustration out. So now we know maybe where a little of that goes for Peggy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's got to let uh, it out. Hank comes up behind her, and I thought this was this is such a weird subplot for this for this show because it it they don't, like the two plots don't go well together. You know, oh the uh, you, you're, you're talking about this the uh, the well we got the, the Connie, art museum subplot. yeah we got the yeah. Connie and the and the chicken liver and then we got Hank and the art museum it's yeah, just so museum. such different it things. is well the art museum thing's kind of weird too but I like how they bring up the uh, compacted colon yeah yeah uh, from when he was constipated sure. Sure. Which is really funny. I don't know how in the hell some random artist gets a hold of your. I don't know either. I I would be your suing X-rays. my doctor. Yeah, I would be. I would be suing my doctor unless my doctor. It seems like a HIPAA unless, violation, right? Well, I mean, it is a HIPAA violation unless you sign. How how often does anybody read anything that the true. doctor hands them? That's true. Your your doctor could, it could say in there, "Hey, I'm taking your kidney." And uh, I ever tell you, you know, about the time I almost died because I didn't read my medicine. No, I, I, you almost died. Almost died. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, sorry. This 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 show this may turn, yeah. this episode may come with a lot of stories. Um, so I had this is before COVID, and I okay. had like wow. So this is recent. Before, not after. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I had like the flu or something. I mean, I had it bad, right? You know, it yeah, gotten yeah, down yeah, into yeah. my chest and it was rattling and all that stuff. And so they gave me some cough medicine with codeine in it. Oh no! Right. And so it was great because it yeah, would put yeah, me yeah. to sleep and everything was good. You know, codeine's, yeah, codeine's up, wonderful. Out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> codeine's wonderful in your in your purple drink. Yeah, in your purple but, drink. Um, <laughs> so I, what I would do is when I get real sick, I would go to another room to sleep, right? Because yeah. I don't want to get my wife sick. The kids were still in the house, didn't want to do that. Yeah, all that. yeah, yeah. And so I was in the garage, which we had converted to a, um, uh, a like a double room because we had twins, and so they would stay in the double room. Of course, they couldn't get along, and so we ended up putting them in other rooms, so that became an <laughs> yeah, office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was in there, had a little couch, had a TV on the wall, and so I was kind of drifting in and out of sleep, and I got to coughing real bad, and so I got up to take uh, some of that cough medicine, and I didn't take my glasses with me. And so I thought it said th- <laughs> I was supposed to take three milligrams. I yeah. took I took 30. Oh, because damn. I misread the little cup. Dang, Mikey poured you. He poured you one up, man. So, that was a big old cup. <laughs> uh, I went back and I laid damn. down. I went back and I laid down. And this is like, I don't know, this is probably 1030 at night, something like that. Right. Yeah. So my wife's in the front room watching TV. Um, I'm in there just, you know, feeling like I'm dying. Yeah. Uh, and um, <laughs> my chest starts getting really heavy. And I'm like, oh, I'm having a hard time breathing, you know. So I get up. And automatically, I just start like, you know, getting real, real woozy. Like yeah, I'm you're gonna, full like I'm gonna yeah. faint, you know. Uh, and um, I walk over to the computer because I also have a computer in there where I was doing stuff. And um, I sit down in that chair, and then I'm like, my God, I just don't feel, you know. And my chest is getting real, my head's real loopy. I get up to go back over to the couch, pass out. I oh, go straight damn. down, and this is a converted garage, so it's nothing yeah. but cement. Yeah, you hit the hit the cement. So the only thing that broke my fall in this dead ass fall from standing to laying down and, on the and, concrete, and Mike's tall, was yeah, was an short. IKEA uh, little table, oh. like the, the screw in legs, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so I hit that going down, smacked up my face real good. Oof. Right, my wife had this is again. It's in a garage, so it's a metal door between the hall and the garage. Yeah, right. 
Uh, but we, you know, we closed it and everything. But uh, uh, I hit the concrete. She had literally, like two seconds before, turned the TV off and she was going to bed. Yeah. If the TV had still been on or if she had gone to bed any sooner, I would be dead. Because she heard me hit that table. And she came in there to see what was she going on. She came in there to check on me and she was like, what the fuck? You know, and yeah, she's yeah, yeah, just yeah. freaking out. She gets me up onto the couch, sets me there. She talks to me for a second. I come to, and then she said, she said, I've never seen this. Your eyes just rolled back in your head and you just passed out again. And so I remember very little of that interaction. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the exception of like going black, coming back, going black, coming back, you know, that kind of thing. So they ended up having to call 911. They brought an ambulance to the house. They put me on a stretcher and they had to take me out of the house with my head down at the ground so that blood would go to my brain. Oh, so wow. I had taken enough to shut down my system. Uh, it shut down to your, where your cardiovascular <laughs> I was system. getting no blood to my brain. Damn. And so literally, two seconds, that's either way, crazy. I would have yeah. been dead. So my wife saved my life. Damn. Yeah, uh, so crazy. there we go. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Suzanne. Damn. Rest um, in peace, Pimp C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was rough, man. It was rough. Hey, well, well, that's the thing. We're to, like in, in rap culture. <laughs> my wife tells the story a little how, different. I, that's the thing about rap culture. I don't know how some of those guys. Oh, they, I don't get like, it. Like Lil Wayne. That was a habit oh, for him God. that he drank for years. He doesn't I do just, it anymore, I don't think. I can't think, even imagine. What does that do to your brain? It's got to just fry know. it after a while. Because it's cutting off blood supply. Well, well, I mean, it, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, so, anyway, uh, Hank comes up behind her as she's who yeah in this rug. And uh, he's got a letter that he's opened. Uh, he goes, Peggy, look, I got an invitation for some kind of art opening at the Dallas Museum of Modern Art. Now either Dale's pulling a prank or we've been uh, sending, or you've been sending money to PBS again. She goes, nope, not me. They have not gotten a penny since a cheap mug cut my lip, which I think is fantastic. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. She goes, well, maybe on the other hand, it would be fun to go to an art opening. Uh, Hank is over there throwing the letter in the trash because, of course, Hank's not going to be caught anywhere near a. Uh, uh, an art gallery. No, no. no. Uh, and so, um, why would he be at an art gallery? She says, you know, There's it might no be fun. Propane in an art right. Gallery. She goes, you know, it might be fun to go to an art opening. She goes, uh, there'd be new, not Dale, Bill, or Boomhauer people to talk to, and it might even be dancing. He goes, dance. Uh, <laughs> Bobby comes in. He goes, dancing. She goes, oh, Bobby, that reminds me. Connie's mom and I are trying to coordinate uh, dropping you guys off at your middle school dance. Now, they can fit eight in the minivan. Do you know if Sharice's Char hip is healed? That's where so he, that's, yeah, he busted <laughs> with that damn with a shovel. shovel. Yeah. He goes, yeah, I think so. I got to go. Uh, Hank says, where are you off to, son? He goes, to the mall, you know, where um, all them sports fields are near. <laughs> like he's trying to convince yeah, he's Hank trying to that convince he's, him that he's going to do something. Bobby, yeah. everybody knows that you you don't participate in sports. No. Hank says, I tell you what, Bobby sure has gotten active lately. He's just talking to Peggy as, as Bobby drives off on his on his bike. She goes, you know, Hank, I think something's wrong. He's not eating his supper, and you saw what just happened when I tried to talk to him about the dance. Hank says, well, you know, a 12-year-old boy running off to play rather than talk about prom dresses with his mom sounds pretty normal to me. <laughs> normal. Huh. What do you know? <laughs> he just like yeah, looks he's off and he gets to call Bobby huh, normal for a normal. second. Yeah. <laughs> Except for his son is going riding off on a bike to go eat cold cuts. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we Spoonfuls see of potted meat. <laughs> we see at the showbiz deli Bobby paying in tons of pennies. This guy is taking pennies from a child. He looks like a drug him, addict. He's yeah. giving him chicken liver. It's a, that's what it, that's what it almost did. It's almost you know it's almost like an addiction. Yes, like, like cigarette or yes. alcohol. Very or much drugs. so. Yeah, he's I, addicted to potted meat. If Bobby is not a big boy in this reboot, I'm going to be disappointed. What if he's not? Because Bobby needs to be a big boy. What if he's not? Uh, maybe what if he goes to the army? Maybe he had stomach surgery. What if he went to the army or something uh, or the military? Yeah. Maybe 
Uh, what if he comes back from tapeworm? What if what if he what if he was a part of uh, what if he went to Iraq and Afghanistan and all that, and then they have him as like a almost like Dale Gribble, but a Hank yeah. Hill, yeah. But, but like a Hank Hill Dale Gribble, all American, an all American yeah. conspiracy theorist. Because that that's because be. that's a lot of what that a lot of the uh, a lot of what rallies behind MAGA is. Uh, yeah, uh, some of them are uh, veterans that that's true. You know, are, are behind a lot of that. So he's over there paying in pennies. Uh, he gets a plate with two scoops covered in brown gravy and rings of something. I don't know what those rings were, but I think we heard what the other stuff was. And then uh, we see Bobby riding, or we see Connie riding up on her bicycle, and Bobby's way off in the distance, and you just hear him going, ow, 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 every time he pedals, ow, ow. She goes, so anyway, maybe you and I could go to the dance if you want. Which is obnoxious as hell. If you're in pain, I'm like, if you're in pain, like, you got to go out ow, every single time. Ow. He goes, uh, yeah, it sure sounds like, he looks like hell, by the way. Looks he, looks, he looks rough. He looks Wore out, it, and you know, and that shows how much he cares about this girl. Because oh. even though, uh, 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 even though he's addicted and he's strung out on potted meat, yeah, and he's hurting, strung out on potted meat. He, well, the, I mean, it's yeah. come on, you, if you're it's counting, great. if yeah, you're counting cool. pennies at the deli, yeah, yeah, you, know, you bought too much potted meat. You bought way, you're you're in too far. I will say this: Bobby has he's a hell of a constitution, though. I mean, to be able to after this whole it, episode, yeah. yeah, yeah, to be able Just to in hold general, that much in your stomach. Just think about puke. what was it? Two episodes ago, he ate nothing but capers for like a week or whatever. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That, that, that that's that's probably gonna be. Yeah. Yeah, that's something we got. It's gotta discuss. be. It's gotta be yeah, Bobby's his, diet. The yeah. gastronomy of Bobby Hill. Gastronomy yeah. of Bobby Hill. So uh, <laughs> there you go. That's a college paper <laughs> for a food science. Uh, Type that into that AI. Let's there see you what go. Happens. Uh, so <laughs> he's actively typing it into the AI. I uh, so <laughs> she goes. Maybe we go to the dance if you want. And Connie really wants to go to this dance, and she wants to go with Bobby. She she loves Bobby. He loves her. Uh, he goes, yeah, uh, that sure sounds like fun, Connie, but I'm not sure I'm going to be a hundred percent. I think I stubbed my toe. That's why I'm wearing my mom's tennis shoes. Okay. It, that's not a tennis shoe. Number one, it's a big ass sneaker with Velcro on it is what it is. It's a big ass shoe it's a though. Ski. It's it's like <laughs> little mother or, or what is it? Uh, uh, Old, Old Mother, Mother Hubbard? Hubbard lived in yeah. a shoe. Somebody That's lived in Peggy's yeah. shoes. That's a fucking nursery rhyme size shoe. <laughs> it is a big shoe. Yeah. Uh, so she goes, well, your toe will be better by next week. He goes, well, it could be worse. I only know that I'll be praying for it to get better so we can go to the dance. But praying usually doesn't work, he says as he drives off, which I think is funny. Uh, so we're back in the hill kitchen. Hank is refilling ice cube trays, which makes total sense to me that Hank does not have an ice ice maker. You know, I mean, that's something you can make easily. There's no sense in having yeah, another yeah. machine to fix and things like that. Yeah, but for sure. the thing about it, and I think we've all been there in filling up ice cube trays, he does both of them, and then he can't open the refrigerator. He can't go anywhere with it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's just, like, standing there trying to figure out what to do, and Luann just walks through the kitchen and walks right out and goes, oh, thank God, there'll be ice again. And then she just leaves. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> such a shit thing to do. <laughs> Hank's just standing there. He doesn't know what to do. So the the phone starts ringing, and he goes, Luann, I could use a hand. And instead of coming in there to give him a hand. Open the fridge or answer the phone. From the other yeah. room, she goes, now you put it in the freezer. <laughs> I'd, be, laughing, yeah. I'd be like, dude, that I'm going to throw me. these things at your head. Yeah. Uh, so the phone continues ringing. Uh, he, he just chunks both of them in the sink, which is crazy. Uh, he picks up the phone and literally says, what is it? <laughs> which, okay, Hank, they don't know that you're pissed off. Uh, the lady on the other end says, uh, uh, Mr. Hill, I'm calling from the Dallas Museum of Modern Art. Did you receive the invitation to the opening? 
He goes, yes, and when I threw it out, I thought you'd get the idea. What? I, what? She knows when he throws his trash away? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it's a little odd. <laughs> she, goes, she goes, very well, if you just do decide to attend, your parking is free since your photograph is in the exhibit. He goes, my photograph? What photograph? She goes, I don't know. I work for catering. We just need to know how much cheese to buy. This gets my best joke award uh, yeah, right the, here. Yeah, the best joke of the show right This here, is yeah. the best joke award. She goes, we just need to know how much cheese to buy. He says, how many people? She says, 60. He goes, eight pounds and hangs up. And hangs I mean, that's just eight yeah. pounds. That's fantastic. Uh, oh, that's great. Yeah, in, that's comes, awesome. in comes Bobby walking weird because he's, he's got the bad toe. Uh, he goes, Bobby, what did I tell you about the funny walks? He goes, not in the house, but this isn't a funny walk. My toe really hurts. Not, goes, don't do your funny walks in the house. <laughs> that, that's, good. that's a conversation you know they've had more than once, yeah. too. Uh, and he goes, is it your big toe? He goes, uh-huh. Hmm. Bobby, now listen to me. Put yourself in the three-point stance. Bobby just stares at him because he has no idea what a three-point stance no, is. No, he has no clue. He goes, from football, from Bobby. From football, oh. He goes, before the snap. Oh, yeah, yeah okay, oh, yeah. then I know. He gets down, yeah. <laughs> so he gets on the ground, and he starts rolling around in pain. He goes, Bobby, it looks like all that activity you've been up to finally caught up with you. You've got turf toe. He's got the turf toe. And Hank is so proud of this. Yeah, the fact he loves that he's got it. Turf he's toe. excited, yeah. He goes, well, what do I do about it? He goes, well, you play through the pain. And I get to take you to the Heimlich County Sports Medicine Center. We can laugh at all the people with tennis elbow. Well, that's kind of shitty, Hank, but okay, sure. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, no, that's funny. <laughs> so now they're in the waiting room uh, at the uh, Heimlich County Sports Medicine Center, and the waiting room is pretty full, by the way. Oh, and, the waiting room is And there's a lot of people with tennis elbow yeah. in there. Uh, he, Hank is sitting by this guy whose who's elbow is hurting, and he goes, excuse me, sir, did you throw out your elbow playing golf or tennis? The poor guy says tennis. And then him and Bobby just laugh at the guy. <laughs> which <laughs> which I like that. Crazy. It's just a wholesome moment, though, for sure. for them to, for sure. The fact that they're – Inside jokes, that kind of thing. Th yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Peggy says, you know, Bobby, we gave you a dumb middle name. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny, too, yeah. It's crazy. Jeffrey. Uh, yeah, and so she's over there filling out all the paperwork, and the lady at the desk says, Bobby Hill, Dr. Tannenbaum's ready to see you. Peggy's yeah, Jeffrey, uh, that name Jeffrey, that was actually the name of the uh Yeah, in, it was the guy she dated or whatever, right? Well, well yeah, no, but uh, like a personal story, the, uh, oh. the name of a guy that uh, – my uh, ex that I have my oldest boy with. Yeah. Uh, that was the name of the uh, uh, inmate that she was pen palling with. Jeffrey? Yeah. She was, Dahmer? I don't know if it's no. Dahmer. <laughs> All the letters came with yeah, bite yeah, marks yeah, yeah, on yeah. them. <laughs> but she was pen palling with this guy in jail, and then yeah. uh, they started dating, and that's about the time I got custody wow. of my son. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. God. Yeah, that, that'll do <laughs> it. Long story short, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a friend named Jeffrey. I was telling the story earlier. Uh, he shut down the pool here in town. Uh, because he dove off the top high dive. Oh yeah, and there wasn't enough water. That guy. Yeah, 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 he broke yeah. his neck. Oh yeah. no. Yeah, he's he's rough. Uh, so the lady at the desk says you're ready to go. Uh, Peggy says, "Okay, now you two go ahead. I'll be here until midnight filling out these endless damn HMO forms." Oh shoot! I put Bobby down as my own father. Ooh, damn these HMOs. <laughs> what is an HMO? Uh, I don't have it. I've never had. I've, I've only been insured for like maybe five or six years. So of my life. there's HMOs and the other kind, and I can't remember what the other one is. But they're both types of insurance. NGOs. Yeah. No, it's something else. I don't remember what the other one is. Anyway, uh, I don't. I don't believe in insurance, so I don't do that. Yeah. Uh, so we're. I do believe in insurance. That's a joke. Uh, we're in the doctor's office now, and uh, uh, the doctor Tannenbaum's in there, and Hank says so. What's it going to be, Doctor? Whirlpool, deep heat massage, or are you just going to tell my son to play through the pain? Because I'll support that. I'll support that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he would. Doctor says, oh, none of that will be necessary. According to the blood test, your boy here has gout. 
Uh, he goes, gout. Uh, and then Peggy comes just busting into the doctor's office, which I think is really odd. Really odd. All of it's odd. And she goes, guess who filled out all the forms? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Doing Why her would she fat do Albert that, thing though. again. Yeah. And then uh, I uh, wonder if uh, <laughs> I wonder if in the new season, because uh, she does have that hey 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 thing throughout yeah, the thing. That's sure. one of her things. Sure. I wonder if in the new season, <laughs> uh, somebody's going to address when she does that. They address the Cosby. Stuff. Oh, I hope so. That would be fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, do you know what gout is? Uh, do I know what gout is? Yes, when you have too much uric acid in your blood, right? Is yes. that what it is? And it causes it causes uh, your joints to swell. Yes, uh, you could get it in your feet, hands, and like so, your jo- like your knees. It's actually elbows. a common form of inflammatory arthritis. It's very painful. Uh, it usually affects one joint at a time, often the big toe joint. So that's the first one to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says there are times when symptoms get worse, known as flares, and times when there are no symptoms, known as remission. Okay, can't uh, your like foot like rot? Yes. Like they have to like cut parts of your foot yes, off if, you get, if, if gout's not treated. Probably. Right, right. Uh, repeated bouts of gout can lead to gouty arthritis, a worsening form of arthritis. There is no cure for gout, but you can effectively treat and manage the condition with medication and self-management strategies, like not eating a, a shitload of chicken liver. Uh, but the symptoms are usually pain, uh, which is intense, swelling, redness, heat. Uh, it's caused by a condition known as hyperuricemia. I think it's what you said earlier, where there's too much uric acid in the body. The body makes uric acid when it breaks down purines, which are found in your body and the food you eat. When there is too much uric acid in the body, uric acid crystals, monosodium urate, can build up in the joints, fluids, and tissues of the body. Hypouricemia does not always cause gout. Hypouricemia without gout symptoms does not need to be treated. Okay. Uh, Do you have anything about gout in children? No, I don't have anything about gout in children. Okay, I got something here for you. But man. here are the, the things that make it more likely that you will develop gout. Okay, okay. Being male, yep. being obese, uh-huh. having certain health conditions, including congestive heart failure, hypertension, which is high blood pressure, insulin resistance, metabolic syndrome, diabetes, poor kidney function, Using certain medications such as diuretics, which are like water pills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, drinking alcohol, the risk of gout is greater as alcohol intake goes up. Eating or drinking food and drinks high in fructose, a type of corn sugar. Uh, and having a diet high in purines, which the body breaks down into uric acid. Purine-rich foods include red meat, organ meat, and some kinds of seafood, such as anchovies, sardines, mussels, scallops, trout, and tuna. So there you go. Uh, uh, well, I have a, a little study here for for, for childhood yep. gout. Go for it. Uh, th- this is, I, I guess it, it says in Japan. So this is from medicalnewstoday.com. So okay. I don't know how uh, good of a source it is, but it says a 2020 review investigated the prevalence of gout among 696,277 young people between the ages of zero and 18 in Japan. <laughs> and they found that the overall prevalence of the condition in these individuals was 48 children out of 696,277, which is 0.007% uh, had the prevalence for, for gout. So, wow. So 48 out of 696,000. So you have a point zero zero seven percent chance of getting it if you're a child, according to this twenty twenty. That's crazy review. That's so. a lot of gout. Uh, a lot of gout and a lot of kids. It's a lot of kids. Yeah. Well, hey, this is where they took a commercial break, so we're gonna do the same thing. Uh, go and contemplate your diet and uh, whether you're at risk for gout, and we will be right back. Leave the herring alone. Hey guys, it's Mike from Bois. 
Uh, I wanted to remind you just real quick of our official unofficial meeting place. That is Hotel Arlen. So head over to Twitter and look up at Hotel Arlen. Uh, they are not that kind of hotel anymore. Please leave a post, uh, follow, like, subscribe, whatever they ask you to do on Twitter at this point. Uh, and if you wanted to, you could also include hashtag Hotel Arlen and hashtag B-W-A-A-K-O-T-H. Thanks. All right, and we are back. We are still at the Heimlich County Sports Medicine Office. With all the tennis elbow. Yeah, all the tennis elbow, the gouty boys. Uh, and uh, the doctor is still explaining. He goes, well, gout occurs when uric acid crystals form in the bloodstream and collect in an extremity like Bobby's big toe. Uh, Hank says, now, hold on. Maybe turf toe is a pipe dream, but gout? That's an old man's disease. He goes, hey, I'm not going to tell you it's normal for a 12-year-old boy to get gout, but it happens. Like that feral boy they found surviving on pig excrement. <laughs> Ooh. What? <laughs> I don't know. Is that a story? Is I don't that... know. I didn't look that one up. I didn't want to know. Uh, he goes, uh, what you need to do is quit pumping your body for your full, your boy full of purine rich foods. And I love how Peggy is just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right, right. That's and, called uh, the consumption of feces is oh, called coprophagia. Okay, thank but, you. But I was okay. trying to find if that was God an actual you. story, and that's what popped up was, was so, coprophagia. So Peggy's in the background just going, uh-huh, uh-huh, listening to him. He's yeah. talking about these these foods that are high in uh, uh, purine, and she goes, and those are? Like, like she knows. <laughs> and those are, yeah. He goes, well preserved fish like anchovies or herrings and organ meats, you know, kidneys, hearts, liver. Uh, and Hank, he, Hank is really taken aback by this. He goes, the boy's not a ghoul. He doesn't eat that stuff. A ghoul. A ghoul. I love that. That's <laughs> one of my favorite parts. Yeah. And Bobby looks at them all and goes, is there liver in chopped chicken liver? Cause that's what's on a Louie Anderson. Hank's like, what? He goes, I've been getting it at the show biz deli. Hank's just like, Oh my God. You know, I, boys got gout. He's been sneaking behind his back. He's been going to a New York-style deli. I mean, come on. He's, he's a ghoul because he's eating organ meat. I organ mean, meat. God, Ooh. this is a terrible, terrible day for him. The doctor says, Bobby's gout will clear up if he stays off those deli foods. In the meantime, I thought this might help. And he gives him a metal cane. Well, that is one of the worst things you can give to Bobby because Bobby gets very excited about having a cane, starts to twirl it, and says, does it come with a hat? Does it come with a hat? <laughs> Bobby just wants to be a performer. He's very That's excited. It. He's excited. He loves the uh, the idea of walking uh, around with a cane. Oh, uh, he would love to be like a uh, vaudeville performer. Oh, vaudeville, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what he reminds me of. Uh, also, when he gets the hat here in a minute, I thought, man, that's Bill's hat. And then he says, I told Bill not to give him that hat. Uh, oh, okay. So <laughs> they're in the alley with all four again, and Hank is just saying, I, I just can't figure out what, what picture of me somebody would want to put in a museum. The only photo circulating in the public is my high school football picture. Dale says, that could be anything. Internet's full of pictures of each and every one of you. Of course, you'd know that if you ever visited my website. Think about the time this was. 19, what, 98? Nine. I think we're in 99 yeah. right now. Yeah, March 16th, 99. Having a website was a big deal, you know? Oh, it was I huge. got a website. I got a website. Yeah, what it, it ended up, what was it, uh, Angel Fire? <laughs> yeah, Angel Fire site. That's or right. Zanga or whatever That's it right. was. Yeah, all this stuff. Uh, GeoCities. Yeah, GeoCities. Uh, Hank says, well, I guess I'll find out tonight when we go to Dallas. At least Peggy's excited about it. She's talking about putting on earrings. <laughs> Bill gets very excited at this and says, oh, "That's weird as hell." And, oh, and that's the Bill. thing is, this is two episodes could, in a row. But how could you like? It's your friend's wife. 
Like that's there's I mean they gotta have limits. Well man. the worst thing about it is that Bill continues to do it and Hank knows about it. Because Bill says he still hangs out with them. Yeah, yeah, Bill says, uh, what else was she thinking about putting on Hank? Pumps? Uh and then you go, ow. Because Hank just throws a beer can at him. So he knows it's coming. You know, it's already a pre existing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And last episode he told Hank it would never happen again. Well, here he goes. So we are uh now in the foyer of the hill house uh peggy is fixing her earrings in the mirror or i guess putting them on uh and and she's talking to luann she goes now uh, or she's talking to hank first she goes now i know what mona lisa's husband felt like when he headed off to that museum it's pride yeah. hank. it's pride uh and and now um Hank is is thinking still about having a football photo in an art museum. He says, you know, I might still be able to find that old uniform or fit in that old uniform. Think that would be appropriate? She goes, well, we'll ask. I, I don't understand that exchange. Yeah, I Because don't, I don't either. they're going to go and ask if he should put on his football uniform and then come back? Is that how that's going to work? I guess. I just I didn't know. understand yeah, that I don't logic. Understand that one either. Hank is in his gray suit, which is, I believe is the only suit he owns. Peggy is in a very tight blue dress. You don't see her in a dress very often. Not no, you especially don't. like a shape, not, not shapely, a shapely dress. dress. Yeah, not a shapely dress. She says, uh, "Now, Luann, yeah, that's a part of uh, the. Uh, if you look at some of uh, the stuff on the internet that you can find with some of the animation direction, they said don't draw her too uh, sexy. Don't draw her yeah. too sexy yeah. is one of the things yeah. that they say on there. I saw that. Like yeah. her, her, her breast can't be too perky. Yep, they have to have like a like yep. a slight bit of sag <laughs> to them and stuff like that. It that was, was funny that they that they have a direction for think that. Think about though. that. That was." probably a meeting a whole meeting a whole on meeting. how peggy, peggy is drawn peggy and how can't she, be yeah, sexy can't be too sexy yeah oh uh, yeah also uh <laughs> i had a hipaa uh thing for you yeah so congress passed hipaa in 96 not hippo not hippo so congress passed hipaa in 96 this show takes place in about 99 uh-huh. if you want to go with the air date gotcha. is 99 Texas actually didn't enact its, of course, Texas, you know, Texas yeah. being Texas, sure. didn't enact its own HIPAA. We ain't doing no HIPAA. Until 2001. But Texas, uh, uh, in this deal, Hank actually invoked a different law, which is, we'll, we'll get to the, the beef anti-defamation oh, yeah. law. I have, I have something Yeah, I hope that. you got something on that. That's yeah. great. Uh, so he throws a big can at Peggy is talking to Luann now, and she goes, Now, Luann, remember what I told you about Bobby's diet? Luann says, Yeah, if I haven't heard of the food that he wants to eat it, he cannot eat it, which is a great rule. Uh, Bobby comes in. He's doing a soft shoe across the thing with his hat and his cane. And, again, like it's a pork pie hat like Bill yeah. wears. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> Hank says, And where are you going? He goes, Oh, I'm just shuffling off to the living room. And away we go. <laughs> he just yeah, shuffles yeah, yeah. off on that one foot. And Hank just kind of mutters, I specifically asked Bill not to give him that hat. So we are at the Dallas Museum of Modern Art with Hank and Peggy now. They come walking in, uh, and they they go by a couple of different uh, art exhibits. One is a bicycle hanging sideways, which uh, I'm not sure what, what that's all about. Uh, of course, we do live in a time where a guy taped a banana to a wall, and that was art. Uh, and the next one they walk by is a TV wall. So it's all these TVs, and they're all showing the exact same thing, which is a guy walking from out of frame to all the way across. Yeah. And and this, this and back and back in, and if anybody okay, so anybody that doesn't know anything about old TVs, they're. Uh, 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 
And the particular type of TV that he mm-hmm. had there is a like 60s style TV sure. with the pull knob and everything oh, yeah. like that yeah. on it. And uh, for those of you who don't know what TVs back then, they used to have knobs. Instead of you having a menu mm-hmm. that you went into to change your brightness or your tint or oh, your yeah, color, it had, specific knobs it had for knobs it, yeah. for it. So there's also a knob that said V hold, mm-hmm. which was vertical hold. Right. Uh, and they also had an H hold, but that's what would make it roll, which would make it, it would be the vertical hold or the horizontal Mm -hmm. hold. And depending on how you adjust it, it would depend on what kind of weird. And that's what, well, you used to have to adjust the shit out of your signal sometimes because that too. Yeah. And that's what Hank right here is that, uh, that, that, uh, this is something that a lot of people wouldn't get because it's that nuanced for that technology of that era. Hank is trying to adjust the TV by fixing the hold, wherever mm-hmm. the hold is on the TV, to get the picture where it's straight. Well, thinking that it's supposed to be a still image. And this it's thing, not, it's, this thing is just a guy walking yeah. across the screen, and there's a voice going, "Walking man, walking man, walking man." Yeah. And he goes, "Well, somebody ought to fix that." Avant garde. He just turns them all off, which is crazy. I built one of those walls one time out of a uh, bunch TV of TVs. Uh, I actually have uh, a, enough TVs to do a smaller, way, yeah. way scaled down version of that. I just got to get all the. Uh, I built it out adapters. of those. I built it out of those kind of TVs, uh-huh. and then we had a we had a box that would allow us to put one signal, and it would split it across the TVs. And so it was like having one big screen, but it was made out of the old TVs and stuff. I actually cool. have, uh, yeah. I actually have a uh, signal repeater. Oh yeah. So I could connect yeah. it to the there you go uh, VCR, and it shoots the mm-hmm. signal throughout the house, and all the TVs yeah. will pick up the, yeah. the 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 signal. There's a lot of that kind of stuff that's been around for years and years, and people just didn't take advantage of it. There was a lot of great technology. You know where out I got there. it at? Uh, Radio Shack. Uh, well, no, in Bellmead, they just opened up this new. Uh, what is it? Uh, Amazon oh, returns yeah. Yeah. store. Yeah, I was just digging through the Amazon they returns. They sell some bin. of the stuff there. Well, yeah. it, well, no, they just they don't sell some of the stuff. They just sell. It's literally just they buy pallets. Oh, it's a pallet. Full yeah, of stuff. yeah, they buy pallets of yeah. Amazon returns. They rifle yeah. through it, sift it out, and they distribute it in bins. Amazing. And uh, I used to go killing. to. They're making a killing. I used to go to the uh, Central Freight Sales. So Central Freight is a shipping trucking line here in town. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. They ship stuff all over the U.S. They, I think they went out of business. All right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they were they were a big deal. Touching subject in town. Yeah, at that time. But yeah, they did go out of business. Once a week, they would have these sales of stuff that either got damaged on a truck or fell off the back of a truck, or people refused the. Yeah, yeah. They the didn't. They wouldn't accept delivery it or, whatever, or something. Yeah. yeah. And I, there was some cool stuff in there. I remember oh, there awesome. was a. If you go over to a comic book store here in town, and you know which one I'm talking about, yeah, uh, there is a life-size Yoda uh, in there, and that came from that Central Freight sale. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. I remember being at that sale when that thing was for sale. So he turns off all the TVs, and Peggy quickly says, oh, Hank, you better turn that back on. And so he turns it back on, and now it's just all static. So they've completely screwed up this whole art exhibit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they are walking into this room labeled Rictor, uh, and, uh, Peggy's like, uh, I wonder what they're all staring at. Cause there's a pretty good group around some, some big, what looks like either photos or paintings. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and Hank of course thinks it's about him. He goes, probably the best running back Arlen high has ever known. And she goes, well, that's what I was staring at the whole ride here, which is kind of a sweet little thing. You know, they're sweet. going back and forth. But he I goes, think it, but it, to me, it's just so reminiscent of conversations I've heard so many times sure. by people. Yeah who are just still stuck <laughs> yeah. in high school. Like, he, the dude's, the dude is 40-plus still talking about being a running oh, back yeah. in high school. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. 
That was the high point. Uh, and so they go up in front of this crowd, uh, which I thought was kind of rude, number one. They uh, they kind of push the way in front of the crowd, and they look at this big picture. And it's, it's obviously an Indian kid, uh, like India, uh, uh, sitting there with an empty bowl, big eyes. It kind of reminds me of like the old Sally Struthers commercials, you know, for only 10 cents a day, you could feed Jamesh or whatever, you know, that kind of oh, thing. Okay. So, uh, I'm just going to throw a fun, well, it's not a fun fact, but fun it, fact it, it, about starvation. But it's a fact. No, Bhopal, India, mm-hmm. uh, in 1984, in Bhopal, India, there was a, uh, because we're because there's a lot of chemical things that are going on right now, industrial yeah. disasters and stuff. Sure, uh, there was a industrial disaster there with a company called Union Carbide India Limited oh, yeah. Pesticides. I the Union Carbide thing, and uh, that's an American-owned uh, company, mm-hmm. and the LLC that they were operating under was in India. It's India Union Carbide India Limited, but uh, it was the world's worst industrial disaster they considered at that time. They said that over 500,000 people were exposed to highly toxic gas called yep. methyl isocyanate or mm-hmm. something. And they say that the estimates on the death toll were somewhere like 2,200 people or whatever, which wow. is crazy yeah, to That's think about. That's a lot about. of people. Yeah. And they said that uh, they pay compensation to family members of 3,787 victims wow. killed in the gas release and over five. Hundred and seventy four thousand three hundred. Well, that's what worries me about victims. all of these train derailments and stuff here lately. Yeah, well, gas is being what I read about the train derailments was is that the uh, actually it is trending down. Mm-hmm. The the amount of actual train mm-hmm. derailments that we're having and the reason that that all the train derailments are now on everybody's radar because of how bad the particular incident in Ohio has been. Yeah. So it's actually trending down. But oh, those, I'm sure those particular type of incidents uh, used to be su- like I went back and looked on newspaper.com and yeah. typed in uh, vinyl, uh, whatever the chloride uh, or yeah, whatever. vinyl chloride or whatever it is. I typed that in in the search engine and it pulled stuff back from like the, the, the 50s, oh, yeah. 60s, 70s, yeah. where they had to clear out whole towns. Sure. All, this is, you know, it was because it they didn't know. They often. just didn't know it at that point. It wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't like. They a, didn't care. So, well, that makes me think, though, Mike. Like, where are these places? Where all these places are at? Where all these trains have been derailed at in, yeah. the, in that time frame? Yeah. Like, could you? Could you like? cancer clusters in those areas you know what i mean like yeah. are there c- clusters of cancer in those areas because well, my dad he had blood cancer uh in uh, uh here a while back he had yeah. a, a tumor it was in his in his back and uh they we looked up the particular type of cancer he had and looked at the different stuff that it could cause it right. and one of the big things was pesticides yeah. and yeah. he used to be in neighborhoods that were being filled oh with, sure you know ddt back in the day so that was one of the that's what kills things. me about dale like the fact that he smokes like a chimney and he's around pesticides all the time and nothing ever bad happens to him. He inhales the pesticides. Yeah, he, he's he become is, the pesticide. He is a pesticide. <laughs> so they go up in front of this big picture and it's a it's a kid in India in Bhopal, India. It's called Empty Bowl. He's just looking up at you. And then the next picture they go to, she reads off and it says Beef Filled Colon, Arlen, Texas. Yep. So it's just a giant X-ray of a beef filled colon. Now, why it's red in that area, I guess the guy went and marked it yeah, up or I'm something. Yeah, I'm not sure, yeah. She goes, look, Hank, Dr. Morley took this x-ray. Oh, that's the name of your doctor. Oh, dear Lord. Hank, honey, I think this is from your colon when you were constipated. He goes, oh, my God. And then he runs up there and tries to cover up the thing, you know. He goes, she goes, Hank, please, people are staring. 
then up comes the artist. And what I wrote down was artist with thin glasses and bad attitude. Uh, he goes, uh, excuse me, this is my work. My art is not to be touched. If you want interactive art, there's an overrated collection in Toronto. Uh, he goes, your work, that's my colon. Uh, and then for some reason, a photographer takes a picture of Hank's ass as he's saying this. I don't know. Yeah, that's so weird. Like, Hank, I would have punched him. Well, yeah, Hank is getting pissed. He would have I mean, had to, like, I'm surprised pissed. Hank didn't. This is one of the times that I'm super surprised that Hank didn't use violence. Yeah. Because if I walked into an art museum or an art deal, an art installation, mm-hmm. and somebody had my unauthorized picture of my x-ray, oh, my shit, col- right? my. Yeah. clogged up cold. Yeah. I would be ready to, I, that's fighting words. It's in crazy. Texas. It's crazy. And te- that's, te- you know, te- Texans are, we like our <laughs> privacy. Yeah. We, I like to sign forms of consent to use pictures of my colon on a wall. So if you, <laughs> so, right. so if you ever get access to my yeah. x-rays and there is an x-ray of a colon. I gotcha. Yeah, you know, I'll let people know. Written consent. Yeah, I'll know. put it on Craigslist. And, and, and maybe, sure and maybe a point on your album. <laughs> so he goes, your work, that's my colon. Peggy's like, uh, oh, Hank, maybe we should just go. He goes, not without my property. And he starts trying to take it off the wall. Uh, security yeah, it's like stuck to the wall. Like, oh. It's like st- like they glued well, that shit to the wall. I got, I got a thing to say about that here in a second. But uh, uh, the guy's going, stop that, stop that, security. He calls in security. Security comes in and grabs Hank. Hank says, damn it, I'm a human being, not some kind of freak that you can put up on display. And so big deal. You know, they drug him off, this whole thing. So that that was, and that's where that ends, which is kind of weird. Now, here's my here's the next thing. The next scene is at Tom Landry Middle School. Yeah. And it's Bobby up in front of the class in front of the board that says diseases of the Middle Ages. And Bobby's got his foot all hiked up and he's telling kids about his gout and how he's lucky to have it because he's only one in whatever, you know. But what I don't understand is they're in Dallas at an art museum at night. Why is Bobby in school? I don't know. That's a weird time difference. Yeah, it is a weird time difference. Not only is it a weird time difference, but uh, it's just weird that he's sitting up there talking. Celebrates gout. (laughs) Like what? Like middle school kids even know what the fuck gout is. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? So he can pretty much say anything. I had to look up gout for this episode. He can pretty much say anything. I knew what. I knew what. I knew of gout. I knew gout was I a just, thing that caused your joints to swell, but yeah. I didn't know. And I, I, I just I knew it was it. caused by eating shitty food, but I didn't really. I just love that behind him it that. says diseases of the Middle Ages. That's just the, that's, that's just that the is. best. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. That's some <laughs> shit you hear about in the Middle Ages. Yeah. Bobby's saying, "Yeah, my doctor says it's very rare. I'm the only kid under seventy to get this uh, out, <laughs> gout outside the gout that's belt a great in, joke the, too, in the yeah. lower Balkans. In the lower, the gout belt of the lower Balkans. <laughs> yeah, goes, I actually looked that up. There is no gout belt oh, no, in the lower belt." Balkans. He goes, but their diet in the lower Balkans <laughs> oh, I is bet. A, a, a diet that Oh, they would, eat every bit of them, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He goes, I'll be happy to entertain any questions. And he goes, uh, yes, you. And points to Connie. And she goes, will your toe be better in time for the dance? And he goes, oh, I, I'm sorry, Connie. I was pointing to the gentleman behind you. And of course, that's Dooley. Yeah. Dooley says, answer the question. He goes, oh, um, I'm sorry. Uh, I was pointing in front of you to Joseph. Joseph goes, are you taking Connie to the dance? He goes, I'm sorry. I think we've run out of time. And then there's this huge pregnant pause, and then the bell finally rings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sorry. We're out of time. Next, we're at the Showbiz Deli. Uh, Bobby is uh, kind of, I don't know, he's kind of down, it looks like. He goes, uh, he's getting a scoop of meat, uh, the chopped chicken liver, because uh, you, you know it's chopped chicken liver because you can see it on the t- side of the tub where the guy is scooping it from, and he goes, leave the tub. Uh, and Carl says, uh, what's wrong, Bobby? Girl trouble? 
huh? Uh, oh, no, Carl, it's just the gout. He goes, you got the gout? What causes that, a tick bite? Yeah. <laughs> Bobby says, nobody knows. That's ah, bullshit, Bobby. We all know. Uh, we're back in the alley with all four. Uh, Dale says, so, Hank, I heard about your big opening. <laughs> just starts laughing and yeah. laughing. Hank says, yeah, Dale, it's even funnier the third time. So Dale has told that same joke three times now. I heard about your big opening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and here comes uh, uh, Con from next door, and he goes, hey, Hank Hill, look what I buy in gift shop at museum. You sign it to be worth more money. And he holds up a Rick Tor poster with uh, one of them yeah, being yeah. Hank's colon. Yeah, with Hank's colon, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he goes... Dale says, hey, woo, look at me. I'm Hank Hill. I just passed win. Quick, somebody frame it. He's just standing there shaking his ass. <laughs> yeah, he's an Hank smacks him. He's ow. Uh, and then Khan actually sticks up for Hank, which I thought is really weird. He goes, hey, there's nothing funny about this, you hillbilly moron. Can't you see the juxtaposition of Hank's clogged up colon and that skinny starving kid make deep statement about something? They cast stones at your colon from ignorance, Hank. Your ass is genius. Can you get me on the guest list for a shishi art gallery parties? Bobby, uh, I think it's funny how he analyzes oh, his yeah. colon. Of all people, yes, Khan that's broke what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 your ass is genius. Well, but yeah. again, it's he just wants to go to fancy parties. He just wants that's to be it. somebody he's not. Bobby comes in on his rascal. Uh, he now has a rascal scooter coming through, uh, and he goes. He stops. That's an old school rascal yes, too. Yes, they pulled out. They polished up the 1975 well, rascal. Said, for it, it said rascal real big on it the side does. of it. Uh, he's talking to the guys. He goes, guess what the school nurse got for me today? I'll give you a hint. Ding, ding. It rings the bell. <laughs> Hank's just like, oh, dear God. Uh, so now we're back at the Hill Kitchen. Peggy is doing They don't some... make rascals. Sorry, I had to look yeah. it up real fast. They don't make rascals anymore. They're called zippers. Oh, that's Z-I-P-R. so much better. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I know about rascals, I know two things about rascals. They used to have the commercial where uh, they said, you're free to see the world. That was part of the, the song. Free to see the world. And yeah. it showed an old lady on a rascal at the top of the Grand Canyon. Now, Damn. how in the hell she got there and how she's getting down, I don't know. But this poor well, old lady died at the top of the Grand Canyon. They have some of them now, rascal. so I, I had to look it up. So they have, like, some off-road, four-wheel drive. Like, <laughs> okay. They got some with some meaty tires All right, on it. great, they, great. They've got the they've got the vintage. Uh, it looks like the Cruella Deville front end on it. If I know on Amazon, oh, you went to some, if I know if oh. I know anything about people that that uh, primarily the people that drive yeah. the Cruella Deville <laughs> on the far right over <laughs> it's there, it's got the yeah. bars yeah. or far left, yeah. Um, it's so got the whole grill and everything. If I know anything about people who drive rascals, and this is not. <clears throat> talking about anybody. Hey, they're rascals. They drive rascals. If you got but, a rascal, you're a rascal. But it's like you've accepted that you have a disability that doesn't allow you to move. Very, but you're very still trying to get there. few of these people want to go four-wheeling, I think, in their rascal. I just don't think that's the atmosphere well, they're looking for. Well, I know when I'm at the age of being in a rascal, you better get me one with some mud tires <laughs> on it because I'm ready to ride. Yeah. So second thing I know about rascals, and maybe it's not a rascal, but it's what I associate it with, uh, you know, the carts at the Walmart. You know, they have the you know, ride-around carts. I associate carts. those with, uh, and, and I'm not body shaming or sure. anything like that. Yeah. I associate it with people that are extremely overweight. Sure. yeah. That That's should, what it is. should be using that time to yeah. walk instead of ride. So uh, the one thing I remember about the carts at Walmart is I was in the one in your neighborhood one time, and um, it's I, a wild one. I came, it is a wild Walmart. I came in, and there was an old lady, rather large lady, driving her Walmart rascal around. Yeah. And there was a kid 
that was just hanging on to the extension cord on the back of it, and she was dragging him on the floor all throughout the Walmart. Telling him, yeah, she was just telling him. He was skiing behind her. Yeah. It's just a wonderful just way of Walmart life. skiing. Yeah. You've never done Walmart skiing? No, I've no. never done Walmart skiing. We're uh, we're back in the hill kitchen. Beggy's going there. Take you sometime. Okay, we'll have to go over. The, we'll go to that Walmart <laughs> over there. Sounds great. Yeah. Uh, they're in the kitchen. Peggy's doing some dishes. Connie comes you up. You know and, what I think is the biggest scam about Walmart right now that pisses me <laughs> off more than anything? What? That they they're not open past midnight anymore. Yeah, I know. COVID, you know, COVID kicked times, a lot of stuff. Because well, man, really man there's times where I would wake up, it'd be like two in the morning, yeah. and yeah. I'd just be like, I can't sleep. I'm just gonna go to Walmart, go get some ice cream. Or well, something. now you can go to you can go, go to Waterburger. That's Walmart. about it. Yeah, it, yeah, it's terrible. There ain't much open real late. No, uh, especially when they uh, they make all that money. Okay. So we're back in the hill kitchen, and Peggy's over there doing some dishes. Connie comes up and starts knocking on the sliding glass doors. Uh, Peggy goes over and opens the doors. She goes, uh, hi, Mrs. Hill. Uh, Bobby left his spoon at my house. His spoon. Like he's got wow. a spoon that he just carries around. <laughs> yeah, you're deep. You're deep in an addiction if you've got a spoon. Bobby left It doesn't his matter spoon. what the addiction is. If you have to have a spoon in your pocket, yeah, you're, you're, you're. You know, there's one thing in my head about spoons that will never go away, and it's that cartoon where it goes, my spoon is too big. You know what about spoons that I'll never forget? Yeah. Uh, the there was a YouTube spoon? video. A uh, series of of salad fingers was the name of this I remember thing, salad fingers. and it had like lettuce for mm-hmm. fingers. Yeah. And uh, I remember that. my rusty spoon, <laughs> and he would touch the spoon, and it would go. Do you know my spoon is too big? Noise. You know what I'm talking about when I no, say that? No, I don't. So there was this animator. Uh, sorry, guys, this is another story. No, this good. is an animator who was hired by the Discovery Channel or whatever it was called at the time. It was what became the Discovery Channel to do these these animated commercials about the discovery channel yeah instead he took the money and made these ridiculous things so you know the uh i'm a banana that thing that came out of that oh it did it's the yeah. same guy then he had the little tiny bowl and a giant spoon and the guy just standing there going my spoon is too big and so he'd do that for like a minute and then it would cut to this thing and go discovery channel watch a bunch of animals or whatever <laughs> it was yeah, like he turned those in for the commercials that's funny yeah it's fantastic my spoon is too big my spoon so uh the rusty she spoon. goes she goes he left his spoon at my house she goes well thank you connie i'll let bobby know you returned it she goes by the way um and the, the fact that it's so natural to her that Bobby has a spoon, uh-huh. like it's happened before. Yeah, she doesn't even react to yeah, it. Yeah, like, he's got spoons all over the yeah, neighborhood, spoon, I'm sure. Yeah. Spoon in every port. Uh, so uh, Connie says, by the way, how is his toe gout? Do you think he's going to get better in time for the dance? She goes, well, of course he is, honey. But why do you? Oh, oh, oh. She goes through all these range of emotions with O and Oz. Uh, and, and Connie, of course, is embarrassed. She goes, I got to go. And she literally grabs Connie by the arms and turns Grabbed her around. Grabbed her quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes, oh, well, she knows she's she's, yeah, she's trying to confront her. She, she's well, very she's confrontational. pimping for Bobby, too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, she's very she confrontational, knows, She's too. only going to get so many chances with Bobby. Yeah. So she goes, honey, listen to me. Caring for Bobby is nothing to be embarrassed about. Uh, Connie says, oh, yeah? Well, he, he named his swollen toe Madam, and she talks with a French accent. Do you remember Waylon um, Jennings? No, yeah. <laughs> Waylon. I think it's Waylon Flowers and Madam. So it was this that. guy. He had this old lady puppet called Madam that he would do. It was like you know, I don't like ventriloquists. Yeah, I think that shit's creepy. Do you know the one that came from Baylor? The guy yeah. who does the the 
I blow you up. That, that guy, Jeff Dunham, he yeah. went to Baylor? Yeah, he went to Baylor. He yeah. did? Uh-huh. He's performed here a few times. I had no yeah, clue. Yeah, I saw him over I at think the he's creepy as Coliseum. Shit. But, um, I think he's so creepy. Before him. I don't know why ventriloquism to me as <laughs> it like, is weird. Uh, as a profession, <laughs> like 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 it's to getting it to to getting into being a bit like it's yeah, a cool yeah. like to being able to cast your voice you got a lot is cool. of alone time like the voice thing is. is cool to me the voice thing sure. being able to manipulate your voice yeah. and being able to because th- some of the ventriloquists are so damn good they could put the voice almost where it sounds like absolutely. it's right behind you absolutely and they're sitting yeah. in front of you that stuff's cool but like the shoving your hand up a dummy's ass and making it talk there is, is a there's a wonderful hey, he's rich as shit and he drives <laughs> a lot of, he's on jay leno's car show a lot with his cars and there is a wonderful it's just weird skit from Saturday Night Live when Will Ferrell came back to host uh, where he plays a ventriloquist. Yeah. And the dummy the entire time is asking for help because this grown man has his hand up his ass. ass. (laughs) It's just so good. It is. That's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I've actually been producing some good stuff here lately. Oh, yeah. I've been putting out a lot of good stuff. So uh, she calls it Madam, which, again, was this guy who had this puppet named Madam. So it's not like Bobby is creating anything here. Did that puppet also talk with a French accent? Well, no, she was more of a, well, maybe she was. I don't know. Uh, And she goes, well, I did not know that. Well, it's still not as bad as seeing your husband's colon on the wall. Uh, And she goes, I know, it's hanging in our den. So literally, Khan's put that poster up with Hank's colon on it in his his living room. And Connie has to see this damn thing. Uh, Peggy says, well, Bobby's had a taste of showbiz, and it does not agree with him. No more deli foods for him. He's doing everything he can to get back on his feet in time for that dance. And then they see Bobby uh, ride by on his rascal, and she goes, oh, I see by your face you did not know about the rascal. <laughs> oh, okay. Which is wonderful. Yeah, I looked up that guy. I've never seen that. Yeah. How did I miss that at Whale all? Flowers and Matter. I don't know how I mi- yeah. He even had a, she oh, even yeah. had her own uh, sitcom. Oh, they were on, they were everywhere. Hollywood, yeah. I used to watch a lot of Hollywood Squares, too, though. Like, oh, yeah. And I used to watch a lot of reruns of it. I'm surprised I never saw her. You know what's funny is it's. I bet you if I watch a video of the puppet, I rem- yeah. I'll recognize the. Puppet. Oh yeah, sure. I bet sure. you him. I probably because I bet you well, it was focus. all the puppet, right? Yeah, that's your focus. Yeah. Well, even in the Hollywood Square stuff, though, it w- it was him like sure. this, right? He wouldn't. You didn't even see. Oh, him. Oh no, you think. saw him. Yeah, oh, he did. was. Oh, okay. They were like interacting with oh, each other. Yeah, I it was. You. A big I deal. thought he was doing like a like a. Uh, Sesame Street shit. No, no, like holding no. It up. no. Uh, so we're back at the Arlen Mall. Uh, we are. Uh, we've got Bobby sitting in the showbiz deli eating his uh, his chopped liver. Uh, and Connie, you see her pa- pass by the big window outside, and she sees Bobby sitting in the deli. She comes in. She goes, "Bobby, what are you doing?" You smell like cat food. She's talking about that that chicken liver he's eating. Yeah, that shit does stink. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how you eat potted. I don't know how anybody eats potted meat. Well, the second I pop it open, it reminds uh, me of opening a tin of yeah, cat food for yeah. a cat or a dog. Well, this is even worse. I mean, it's just shit liver. Stinks. It's just liver. Well, I like liver, oh, and I like oh, liver no. pate, Mm-mm, but no, but F, like F, it's got to be like sautéed no. onions and garlic and no. like flavor to it, just like raw spooned up cold liver. No, I'm good. Mm, no. Not like he's eating it. Uh, Pate's good, but she, like how he's eating is just she, not. She goes, you're eating chopped liver, aren't you? He goes, well, it comes with the platter. She goes, Bobby, I searched every shop looking for just the right dress, which I finally found, and here you are eating all the stuff that gives you gout. Uh, and, of course, Bobby, by the way, is sitting there with his napkin stuffed into his shirt and the yeah, whole yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. you know, the redneck redneck bib. Uh, he goes, I just came in to use the restroom. And then, of course, here comes Carl to give him up, and he goes, Bobby, I found some good Gedimpta meat in the back, and I did not I've look never that heard up for that. some reason. I did not look that up. Gedimpta meat in the back. I know how you like it. 
and and poor Connie, she starts crying because she's like, you'd rather stuff yourself and roll around in your stupid electric car than take me to the dance. He goes, well, I guess I would. She just starts crying. He goes, Carl, give me a plate of kippers and onions. Oh, it, uh, the word gedimte, yeah. it means uh, well-cooked. It's a Yiddish uh, term for well-cooked. Gotcha. So he probably, uh, and by well-cooked, it means like, well like, done, like really like, like a pot roast in yeah. a, in a dill, yeah. you know, like cooked really cooked well. all the yeah. way through. Yeah. So, uh, she runs out crying. Uh, and he goes, Carl, give me a plate of kippers and onions. He goes, I don't know, Bobby. Don't you think you've had enough? He goes, I'll tell you when I've had enough. That, that killed mean, me. Yeah. It's fantastic. And then the 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 the, the animation or whatever, oh, yeah. the drawing of Bobby's face. Oh, yeah. he's like an alcoholic. He's yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's into I'll it. I'll tell you Deep. when I've had enough. So we're back at Tom. Meat. <laughs> we're yeah. back at Tom Landry Middle School. We're in the hall. Bobby comes riding in his rascal in the hall, which is crazy to me. Uh, and he comes up to Connie's locker and he goes, Connie, I got a new deck of cards. You want to come over and play cards this weekend? She goes, Why don't you play it with your chicken livers? I'm going to go to the dance. And this is one of the most selfish things I've ever heard Bobby say. He goes, but I told you I didn't want to go to the dance. She goes. Well, he assumed. Well, like, not, yeah. not only is it selfish, but it's selfish. It's like even like extra cherry of selfishness for him to assume yeah, that absolutely. she's just going to go along yeah. with whatever the hell he wants yeah. to do. And I, I like her for standing up for oh, it. Absolutely. And I yeah. like the fact that she goes and she's just dancing by herself. Oh, she goes. Uh, she I, went anyway. She yeah, didn't give she, a shit. She goes. I know. I'm going to go with somebody else. He goes, she knows exactly. She knows Bobby Hill better than he knows himself. She closes that locker and walks off, and he just goes, "I've got gout." and that's another one of those things where i don't think that bobby hill is related to bill yeah because he screamed that that's cotton hill oh yeah well it's cotton it's a mixture of cotton and peggy you know it's almost a hoo yeah but i got gout i got gout because right. that's what he does. He always like he always has to make it a point to let everybody know I ain't got no shit. Oh yeah, that's I true. Fitty man, that's true. So we're we're at Strickland Propane now. Um, Buck and Joe Jack are working on a grill in the showroom for some reason. Um, and uh, Hank comes up to Buck and he goes, uh, "Sir, if I could just get off a few hours early, I need to go to Dallas." Buck says, "Oh right, right. That picture of your butt pipe with all the beef gumming up the works." <laughs> Joe you gotta Jack, chew more, honey. <laughs> yeah. you gotta chew more, honey. I like that, honey. Yeah. <laughs> Buck says, when I think of what they're doing to the good name of beef, and Joe Jack goes, those damn Oprahs. Yeah, okay, you want to go ahead and talk about it real fast? Yeah, Get sure. it out of the way. Yeah. All right, so food libel laws uh, is libel. what I looked up. Libel, sorry. Yeah. Food libel laws is what I looked up, and uh, it was uh, the like the very first instance of it was it was due to, uh, in 1989, there was this 60-minute segment. Okay. That was they were reporting on the safety of something called uh, daminazide. It was mm. a growth regulator that was used on apples to preserve the apple's freshness. <laughs> it sounds like nothing could go yeah, wrong. No, it could, yeah, no, it sounds like nothing could go wrong. Well, uh, so there was this uh, carcinogen that was uh, called uh, Alar is the name of the spray that they put on it or whatever. Well, they yeah. said that it was carcin- carcinogenic, uh-huh. especially when consumed by children. And they said that the Alar <laughs> remained in the apple skin even after processing, meaning that not only raw oh, apples, but gross. also apple juice, sauce, everything that kids yeah, are eating yeah, yeah. could could be in. Well, after that happened, apples, all apples, everything to do with apples, uh, dropped 60% nationwide. So Just the, growers, the consumption of apples? Yeah. yeah. The growers uh, reported revenue loss of like $100 million. Hold on, so yeah. in that process, uh, 13 states uh, drafted uh, uh, food uh, libel laws. So 
before then, you would have uh, trade libel laws, which uh, uh, the the burden of proof would be on. Uh, hold on. The burden of proof, I think, is on the plaintiff in a trade libel. Uh, li- sure. Bill. Yeah. Li- uh, libel, libel or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But in the food one, it's the defendant that has to has oh, to do it. Wow. And and the the return for cash or whatever on it is higher. Like the the maximum amount of money allowed sure. in the, sure. in the case is higher. Well, specifically, there was a case that popped up in '98, which was the first notable case. Like like one of the 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 reason why he says Oprah's here. Uh, Oprah had a guest on. Uh, and they both became involved in a lawsuit. And the Texas version of the food uh, libel law was called the False Disparagement of Perishable Food Products Act of 1995. Okay. So uh, the words that they were sued over were cows are herbivores. They shouldn't be eating other cows. It has just stopped me cold from eating another burger. Yeah. And they tried to sue him for that, saying that the... Uh, it, it was pretty much about the mad cow stuff that was going on in the 90s and stuff like that, which is the reason I can't donate blood in, t- in the United States. Really? Because I lived in England during the mad cow oh, wow. disease. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Huh. Whatever you want to call it, epidemic. Was that what it was, an epidemic? Yeah. I don't know, whatever it was. So they go to sue Oprah. So they go through like a whole a whole case with Oprah. There was a uh, uh, a guy, a, a feedlot operator that sued him. His company was called Cactus Feeders, and he said that Oprah's show was uh, the comments that they made weren't based on reasonable and reliable scientific fee and all yeah. that. Yeah. So uh, they said that the day after she said what it did, cattle futures dropped ten percent the day oh, after the episode, it, yeah. and they said that beef she was that dropped. influential. I mean, she's that influential. Beef prices dropped from sixty two cents yeah. on the pound to fifty five cents on the, and yeah. that's a big yeah. for a farmer. That's a huge drop in a day. Sure, yeah, in a day's time. Yeah, it's gigantic. That's the next day it drops that much, and they uh, they argued that he lost six point seven million dollars. And he sued for twelve million dollars for six million dollars in losses, yeah. and then to recoup the loss, you know, you got to add on another six million. Well, and what that what that tells you is you just can't go anywhere and say whatever you want. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just, uh, I mean the, you can, the, the law, but there's repercussions. Well, they lost the case, so they ended up losing the case. Yeah, because it's uh, Oprah. Yeah, well, Oprah, but but the funny thing is, is after the case was done and over with, mm-hmm. Oprah has never spoke since that point oh, ever sure. again about it. She's never made any videotapes with the original interview. Well, I'm sure her lawyers anything, are like, you got took, lucky, lady. They took the interview down, yeah. and the interview's never aired ever again. Yeah, There was also another one that That was, qualifies uh, as like some of that lost footage kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was another one between Beef Products, Inc., and ABC News, I'll I'll be briefer with yeah, this sure. one. So it was it was uh, pretty much over the pink slime thing, oh, yeah. and it was uh, Diana Diane Sawyer was reporting claims that there was uh, something called LFTB in mm. the pink slime, which was derived from beef trimming sprayed with ammonia. I don't doubt that. And uh, it went to trial in 2017 underneath South Dakota's. Their their act was called South Dakota's Agricultural Food Products Disparagement Act. Yeah, and uh, you go to some of those places like that, man. You ain't you ain't messing around with that because that's like their major. Uh, they ain't reaching a settlement. Yeah, because ABC would have lost, and if they would have lost, they would have lost five point seven billion in statutory damages. Holy so, crap! Billion, billion. And they this settled was settled out of court. This was in two thousand and. 
17 wow. when it went to trial. So That's when a billion dollars was worth something. They tried the case for three out of the eight expected weeks. Yeah. Three weeks in, ABC was like, fuck. They were sweating. Yeah. So they I went bet. they went and met, and they said $177 million, which is the largest well, settlement recorded for a media defamation case. You know, here's the thing. Diane Sawyer was, was influential, but she wasn't no Oprah. Well, the terms of the settlement were also never released. Oh, so yeah, they gave $177 million, yeah. the largest ever defamation case for media. So that's sure. that was pretty crazy. But there is a lot of criticism, too, about uh, the food and them not being able to comment on the food with laws being oh, placed imagine, for, yeah. for libel about food and stuff like that. Yeah. There is a lot of... Uh, you know, people that are so pissed about that Joe shit. Jack says those damn Oprahs, uh, and then Buck continues with, and what ain't good for beef ain't good for barbecues, Hank, and what ain't good for barbecues ain't good for propane. So he's got a point, you know. Uh, we're now at, back at the Dallas Museum of Modern Art. Uh, Hank comes walking in, and he's talking to the gallery, what I'm assuming is manager, and that same artist with the bad attitude. He goes, I came to take down that picture of my private insides. As for the Indian fella, I guess that's between you and him. Uh, the gallery uh, manager, owner, whatever, says, all right, Mr. Hill, I think we've had enough. Security, throw this man out. Security comes over and literally grabs Hank. Hank says, I'll do you one better. Sheriff, in comes the freaking sheriff, which is which is crazy that they're at Dallas, and he was able to get the sheriff to follow him in for this. Yeah. Um, the sheriff comes over and goes, all right, you fellows that perpetrated this art, and, of course, the gallery owner or manager points directly at the artist. I mean, doesn't hesitate one bit, points right at him. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you're under arrest. And he literally goes over and starts handcuffing the artist. The artist is like, what are you talking about? I've got the right of free expression. Which I don't I don't agree with, no. with any of this type of no, stuff. I get you. But it makes for a great show. Hank says, oh, you can have all the free speech you want within the law in the state of Texas. There's a law against defaming beef. He goes, uh, Sheriff? My colon. And it, the, the funniest thing to me is you can see behind Hank, those TVs, they're still on static. So they've yet to be able to fix that display. <laughs> it's still <Yeah>. just <laughs> static. Look, that is uh, <laughs> that is chapter six of the Civil Practice and Remedies Code, Title Four, Liability and Tort. Wow. Chapter 96, the False Disparagement of Perishable Food Act. That's crazy. Uh, that so, is crazy, that they, and, you, and it's crazy that law hadn't even been around that law. They, 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 they made that in the 95. Here's the thing I don't. Oh wow! In '95, that's wow. when the law was passed. Yeah, it was just '95, <laughs> so it's not been like like for the for for in relation to the show, it's only like four yeah. years old at yeah. this point. For so, them to talk about it, it's only four years old. The sheriff comes over and takes that picture off the wall, which Hank tried real hard to get that thing off the wall. The sheriff just walks up and just takes it right off the wall. So I didn't understand. He just rips it right. Off I the didn't wall, understand yeah. the continuity issues there. Uh, the artist, uh, of course, handcuffed now. He goes, you or realize. Maybe it's making a joke at Hank. I uh, could be. Saying that he's not as strong as he acts like he is. The artist goes, you realize you'll never have another avant-garde art exhibit in this state. Uh, we'll make it. The yeah. sheriff goes, yeah, we'll get by. I, I always like how they have the sheriffs <laughs> in in the show or whatever. Yeah. It, whenever they have a, a law enforcement officer. Oh, yeah. They're always really like the lackadaisical. Have oh, like yeah. the straw hanging oh, out of their mouth. Their, yeah. hat, their cowboy hat a little tilted. Oh, care. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? Yeah. He goes, we'll get by. Yeah, we'll get by. Uh, Hank Hill, uh, he now takes out a photo of himself. (laughs) He takes out a photo of himself in his uh, football gear, and he goes, Hank Hill, running back circa 1974. Puts it up on the wall where that thing was, 
He goes, picture by Kodak USA. And then, and then he salutes himself, salutes which is so weird. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's I, the I, cringest moment in this episode. I think it's because he said USA at the end. And you so know, he and feels like he has to it. it's funny that that happens to be the cringest moment in this episode yeah. when Bobby Hill is eating spoonfuls of <laughs> chicken liver. gout-inducing chicken livers. So we're at the hills. Uh, it's at night. Uh, Bobby is in there on his bed playing his uh, Game Boy. He's got his foot uh, propped up. Uh, he can hear outside. He hears a car horn honk, and then he hears Connie say, Bye, Mom. Bye, Dad. Men says, Have fun, Con Jr. You got your pepper spray? She goes, Yes, Mom. Con says, Use it on those hillbillies no matter what. I want to see that empty when you come home, which is crazy. But Bobby's over there just like looking out the shades, and he's all sad. Uh, he's got his cane, of course, but it's just him and his room and his cane. Um, the, now we're seeing the, uh, uh, the sun, I guess is starting to go down. Yeah. I thought it was night already, but the sun's starting to go down. Uh, we see Dale come riding out on the rascal with, uh, Bill on the front of it. And they're just like, wee, wee, you know, and then Bobby comes out, they see him. He stops real quick. Bill just falls off the front of the damn thing. Yeah. And then they both just run off. And, of course, Dale climbs over the fence, and you hear, yeah, you know, gee, gee, gee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, Bobby is uh, with his cane. Uh, uh, he's back in the alley. He gets on the rascal. Uh, he goes back to the showbiz deli, and he goes, I figure it's all for the best with Connie. This way I can concentrate on my new act. He puts his toe up on the table, and it's got lipstick on it and a little mouth, and he's just like, hello, my name is Madam. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm here to start the show. And then he just gets real sad, and he just says, I guess I'm not feeling it right now. I guess I just can't believe she'd stop being friends with me. I guess I do like this delicious New York-style food better than I like her. And here comes Carl, the sage. He says, uh, well, and how come all you done tonight is talk about Connie, and you haven't touched your chicken liver? He says, Carl, bring me my rascal. Bring me more rascal. Bring me more rascal. Uh, <laughs> so now we see Tom Landry at the dance. Uh, there's a banner up over the uh, gym door that says "A Night to Remember," um, and we we see Bobby. He's on his rascal, and for some reason, the the whole town of Arlen is uphill now. Uh, Bobby is trying to drive his rascal up this hill, uh, and we start hearing the song uh, "Love Hurts," played by Nazareth. Um, and Love Hurts is a song written and composed by the American songwriter Bordelo Bryant, first recorded by the Everly Brothers in July 1960. I did not know oh, that. Oh, wow, I didn't know that either. The song is most well-known for the 1974 international hit version by Scottish hard rock band Nazareth. Oh, I okay. did like that song. That song yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that is Nazareth. That's one of them swamp rock kind oh, of yeah, bands, right? Like yeah. CCR, right? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. a little bit. Um, uh, but I would say maybe a, a cross between CCR and like Aerosmith. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um, but you hear Love Hurts, and Bobby's just trying Love to get there. <laughs> the, the rascal battery finally dies. Bobby, like, jumps off of it and rolls onto the grass. The rascal goes off into wherever. Uh, I can only assume Bill got it at some point. Uh, you're hearing Love Hurts played the whole time. Uh, Bobby just keeps going and going. Oh, by the way, he came, he, he was hell bent for heading for Tom Landry. And when he first comes out, he just yeah. boom, busts out of the doors of the, of the, uh, mall. Um, but he, he finally hops all the way over to the school. I mean, this is a kid who's in true love here, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely. hopping to the school now. Because he's doing more foot, than, more than I've seen oh, grown men do for their lives. Never seen him do this much. Uh, he finally makes it to a cliff 
overlooking Tom Landry Middle School. Didn't know there was a cliff back there. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, he rolls down that hill, uh, finally gets at the door of the dance. He hops in there. We see Joseph now dancing with Shovel Girl. Uh, and then he hops through all the dancers. You're hearing, uh, now you are hearing the song um, that I thought, I, I was incorrect in my facts and figures here. I thought that it was I Have Nothing by Whitney Houston. You tell me that that's incorrect. That is incorrect. It yeah. is actually a song by Trisha Yearwood, How Do I Live Without You. How do I live And when I first was you? listening to the show earlier, yeah. the person I thought it was was Leanne Rhymes. And I was going to say, oh, I have the VHS tape of the American Country Awards well, that yeah. year. She did a version of that. Well, well, the song that I I was thinking of was Blue. That's that uh, song that she did. Blue Velvet? I have the, well, it's not called Blue oh, Velvet. The it's blue just called Blue. By, yeah. Okay. Blue. She was like 14. Yeah, I got you. Uh, I have the, oh, it's Jewel. Is it, is it, is that her name, Jewel? Or is it Leanne Rhymes? No, uh, I think it. I Who had the, fun, the funky teeth? Is it Jewel? That was Jewel. Yeah, Jewel had the weird teeth. Probably still does. Maybe in a jar. Somewhere. I think Leanne Rhymes is who I'm talking about. Either way, whoever it was, I have the American Country Awards uh, VHS recording <laughs> of, of the do. awards for that deal. Yeah. That 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 because uh, that's the song I thought it was, but but it wasn't. He comes hopping in, and you're hearing the song play in the background. He's Connie, Connie. He finally sees her. You know, it's it's just like every teen movie. The crowd kind of parts, and she's standing there. She goes, Bobby, are you okay, Bobby? Where's your cart? He goes, you can't dance in a cart. He goes, where's your date? She goes, there is no date. I was just hoping to make you jealous, which is like the sweetest thing in this whole show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, shall we? She goes, what about your gout? He goes, my dad says when you really want something, you play through the pain. And then you just hear the song, and you see him just slow dancing in a circle. <laughs> yeah. It's just the best way to end it. That was, yeah. Uh, we get to the credits, and then after the credits, we hear, I've got gout! i got gout! And that's it, man. That is uh, that Season episode. 3, Episode 17, Love Hurts, and So Does Art. That's a good episode. So you want to tell people where they can find us you now that everybody's gone? <laughs> at B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H on all social media. We also have a link yeah. tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H. And if you're in North Carolina and you handle coffee and you know our show, please reach out to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love that. I love the yeah, fact that, that it just gets mentioned every once in a while. Wherever you're at, yeah. you know, it's reach out to us. Oh, yeah, please. We're People, still getting you guys the stickers, so everybody oh, yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. have They're their coming. stuff. You don't have to blow me up. I got you. Our, uh, our sticker production machine uh, broke down. Well, well, not only that, we're just, I'm just trying to get – We want a, I want a good – saw. I don't sure. want to just send one, two – I want to make sure that I have, like, you know, enough people to send it out to. Yeah, we got to hire that guy to drive them. Out, so, so, yeah, yeah it's expensive to drive stickers to people's houses. Well, that is it, guys, and we will see you uh, again on um, Friday. And for a That Ain't Right Friday. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we, once again, want to just tell everybody thank you so much for listening to us. And yeah, you can we appreciate check out, y'all so much. Yeah, check out all the other shows at RogueMediaNetwork.com, and uh, we'll see you next time. Women Tanya. Women Tanya. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.